And that is enough for public health officials to announce in-person dining at restaurants, breweries, wineries, and bars will be suspended starting Wednesday night at 10. NBC's Garza Phillips has reaction now from businesses impacted by this latest news. This is a devastating blow. Restaurants have been able to survive on outdoor dining. Now many restaurant owners we spoke to say they'll likely have to lay off employees or possibly shut down entirely. The more barely surviving than over there with everything that we're, we're going through. For owner Juan Carlos, reverting back to takeout and delivery most certainly means less business, less money, and layoffs. You can see my employees' faces right away drop when they hear the news. Outdoor dining was a lifeline for so many restaurants in this pandemic, allowing them to bring in business. 60-70%, which it was great. That's a way that you can survive, you know, during this time. Many spent thousands of dollars on outdoor tents and heaters to accommodate for the colder months, and patrons were happy for the option. They've done a nice job of spacing everything out, and uh, the business owners are very uh, mindful of making sure that everybody's doing uh, social distancing. Now, business will once again grind down to a near halt. Outdoor dining suspended starting Wednesday for at least the next three weeks. Restaurants along with breweries, wineries, and bars are left scrambling, many having to cancel outdoor dining reservations that were set for Thanksgiving. Very, very frustrating. The pandemic has been especially tough on restaurants, with many closing or on the brink of closure in recent months. Owners say they need help and hope for some relief soon. There is no help. Government is not do really doing what they're supposed to be doing. In Pasadena, I'm Garza Phillips, NBC4 News. And understand if the number of cases do not start dropping soon, even more restrictions could be on the horizon, especially in L.A. County that continues to edge even closer to another safer-at-home order. NBC4's Tim Tobin is live for us up in the newsroom with the very latest on where L.A. stands right now. And Robert, like you said, it is very close here. California's average number of cases really have tripled in the last month. So that's the whole state. So today, numbers from L.A. County, a bit lower than yesterday, but the next two days are crucial. If the numbers keep rising, the L.A. County Health Department says more drastic measures will be taken. As COVID cases and concern ramps up across Southern California and the U.S., many people are still traveling, getting ready to see family for Thanksgiving. The CDC and many doctors advise me against it, no matter how much COVID fatigue you might be feeling. It's hard, and I believe that for most people, they're not going to make that hard choice to avoid those type of gatherings. Dr. Jim Keeney with Mission Hospital says more cases will likely come after the holidays, and he expects a peak in January or February. In L.A. County, after seeing a five-day average of more than 4,000 cases, slightly lower numbers were released Sunday. 2,718 new cases and nine new deaths. But that can sometimes come from a lag in weekend reporting. Public health officials say their biggest fear is overwhelming the hospital system with health care workers already stressed in. Hospitalizations have been on a steady incline. Tonight, more than 1,400 people are being treated for the virus, 26% in the ICU. The county says that's a seven-day increase of 35%. We can make space out of student tents. We need to make space out of parking garages. We need to. But you can't get the qualified critical care nurses, especially, and physicians. L.A. County is right on the edge of another safer-at-home order. 
year. Right now, we're averaging about 4,000 cases a day, but bump it up just a bit to 4,500 a day or jump up to 2,000 people in the hospital. And officials say they'll make the call to order all essential businesses to close. Health officials hope people can take precautions now to stop the spread and avoid those closures. So we really need to, you know, gently hold uh, other people accountable that are near us and say, look, you know, we, we really have to do this. And again, we are looking at a five-day average that could put us over that threshold just because our numbers were lower today. We did have high numbers a couple of days this week, and that could trigger those changes. In the newsroom, Kim Tobin, NBC4 News. Kim, thank you for that. We'll see at 11. Meantime, this just in, two more members of Congress revealing they have tested positive for COVID-19. They are Democratic Representative Joe Courtney of Connecticut and Republican Representative Brian Stiles of Wisconsin. Both say they got those positive results back today. This now makes nine congressional representatives who have gotten the virus over the last 10 days. And some more restriction resistance tonight. This time, right outside Mayor Eric Garcetti's house. Dozens of demonstrators showed up in protest of state and local coronavirus response. Some were carrying President Trump campaign signs. Others calling the coronavirus itself a scam. This was the group's second protest in three days. Taking a live look at LAX tonight with travel advisories in effect. We're not just monitoring the flow of passengers in and out of the airport. We're also keeping an eye on your choice of road forecast. Meteorologist David Faber here now for the conditions you can expect as we begin the holiday week. David. And Robert, for today, just as expected, temperatures were cooler than yesterday, and we're going to be even cooler as we get into tomorrow. Things stay slightly deeper marine there. Right now, the temperatures, well, we saw earlier today, 73 degrees in downtown LA, so just all we expected, 80 degrees in Van Nuys. We got to 79 degrees around Riverside, 67 degrees around Long Beach. 68 degrees around LAX. Now, also what we are forecasting for tonight is that we'll start to see some low cloud cover on the side, and we are starting to see that right now. In fact, look at some visibility numbers out there. Since we have some reduced visibility inland, but look at two of these spots close to the coastline. Around Santa Ana near Gentlin Airport, we have top cloud visibility. It's going to grow to about an eighth of a mile earlier tonight. We have total mile visibility being reported in Long Beach. So what does this look like? Well, let me show you our San Pedro camera. I promise you, this is the San Pedro camera. You'd normally be able to see a lot of the port in the distance. Right now, we have plenty of fog out there around San Pedro. We're expecting low clouds and fog for the overnight hours into the early morning. Tomorrow, temperatures will be cooler than today. And then as we head towards Thanksgiving, it's going to be pretty cool, but it's also going to be breezy, where you might see some offshore winds. I'll have details on that coming up in a couple of minutes. Back to you. David, thank you. Right now, firefighters trying to find out how this commercial building caught fire in El Monte. It sparked around 8 o'clock tonight. The news stopped before Bravo flying over as firefighters battled the flames from the roof. We don't know if anyone was hurt, but we do know right now that fire is out. And some staggering new numbers in from the LAPD tonight. The department has reported 300 homicides so far this year. Now, that is the largest number in over a decade. Among those impacted by this strike of violent crime is the family of a 16-year-old boy who was killed while riding his motorcycle home in Bronx just last month. His mother is now among the many fighting for justice. Fox 18 or Earl Turner was shot down last night. They're missing. We're riding their motorcycle around the corner, and we got here. I want justice for my baby. The person who shot the teen is still at large. The LAPD says officers are doing everything they can do to stop the strike and violence, but they need the public to help report crimes. And another teen shot and killed in the Westmont area just about a week 
1400 block of West 106th Street just after 7 o'clock last night. Investigators do not have a shooter in custody, and anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-TIPS. A search is underway today in Orange County aimed to help those who have been victims of violent crime. The event was started by a woman who survived an attack herself. It was reported Nicole Wyatt explains. You see you see the giant gratitude for the Alliance Committee honors. There's cookies here and some other food. Oh, Mama, you're going to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yeah, I love Thanksgiving. You do? What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for my whole family and my friends. Her mother caught her on camera. They looked in a gruesome situation. She will see the mom. They also lost a stab and loved one due to COVID. They're a perfect example of why we do what we do day in and day out. The families don't have the means to provide. Many have taken their basket of the COVID, the anxiety, the stress, the depression, the post-traumatic stress disorder. Crime Survivors Research Center came through, providing crime survivors and their families with over 200 personal baskets and 100 gift cards. Families of murderers, survivors of attempted murder, rape, domestic violence, sexual assault, child abuse, elder abuse, and human trafficking. Thanks to donors, volunteers, and this lady right here who started it all 17 years ago. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor of attempted murder. April 4th of 2002, my personal trainer came into my house, drugged me, wrapped my face and head in saran wrap, beat me black and blue. And I made a promise to God on April 4th, with eating every night and breath, I would live with impunity above self, and I like to think that I kept that promise. Hello.
it's early Tuesday morning, but this is only going to be right around the midnight to maybe 3 or 4 a.m. time frame. You'll notice all this clears out pretty quickly through the morning, and the reason why is because we have some weak offshore winds coming over for Tuesday. This is 11 o'clock in the morning. Not very strong, just a little bit of an offshore wind through Outlands and Prairie Counties, as well as the Inland Empire in just a couple of areas. But that is enough to dry out the air and remove that marine layer. Before tomorrow, thanks to the decent marine layer, we will be a little bit cooler across the region. Areas of the high desert will be looking at temperatures in the 60s. We'll also see some windy conditions across the high desert, as well as the area mountains. Temperatures running in the 40s and 50s for the upper elevations. Let me show you what it looks like for the Inland Empire for tomorrow. Expect a lot of 60s now, so we're getting away from the 80s that we had yesterday and the 70s that we had today. So expect 66 degrees around Hemet, 67 degrees in Paris, 66 degrees in Kelowna. Likely starting off with some patchy low clouds and fog, but quickly clearing as we go through the morning. Again, we're already seeing some dense fog throughout parts of Orange County. We'll likely wake up with some of that for tomorrow morning, clearing back as we go through the morning hours. So expect the mid to upper 60s inland and the low 60s along the Orange County coast. For the Ventura County coastal areas, temperatures will also be in the low 60s. So for Ventura and Oxnard, we're looking at 62 degrees. 63 degrees in Malibu inland temperatures just getting into the 70s around the San Fernando Valley. Otherwise, expect a lot in the lower 60s. And across the basin in the San Gabriel Valley, very similar story. Upper 60s inland, low 60s by the coast, starting off with some morning low clouds and some patchy fog. Now, the seven-day forecast will show that tomorrow will be cooler than today. But it'll warm up briefly as we get into Tuesday. And that's because we have some offshore winds coming in. So we have the basin forecast here on top, the coastal forecast on the bottom. It's that weak offshore wind for Tuesday. Then we'll cool off again for Wednesday and Thursday as the weather system moves in. We're not going to get any rain from us, but what we will get is temperatures start to warm up on the backside and for the coastline, not 700 degrees. It should be 70 degrees as we get into Thanksgiving or as we get into the next couple of days. Finally, here's how it looks. The valleys on top of the Inland Empire on the bottom. You'll notice temperatures running in the 70s for the next couple of days. We'll have a little bit of a warm-up coming our way as we get into the Thursday and Friday time frame, all thanks to the offshore winds. That's it with your forecast, and I'll turn it back over to you. Chris? Joe, the come, the race for a vaccine. Could we actually have one before Christmas? We'll tell you where things stand with the FDA and...